Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank Podcast. Uh, my name is Ari Shafir, and I have a special announcement for you guys today. I am finally announcing Ari Shafir Jew, the shit I've been working on for fucking almost three years now, two and a half years. I finally got a fucking date and a location for the special. God, I'm fucking excited. I mean, I've been so frustrated for the last fucking three months, four months, trying to find a fucking venue. It's been so frustrating. And as soon as I picked it out, it was just like this, this, this ease washed over me. It's just this calmness. It was like, finally, I am going to do this thing. It has become a reality. I'm doing it. Tickets are now available on sale at alreadythegreat.com. I'm doing it February 8th. 2020, Saturday, February 8th, at the Skirball Center in Manhattan, New York, the home of Jews in America, New York. That's where I'm filming. Um, I can't, it's a perfect place. It's a perfect place to fucking film my special. New York City is where Jews are. This is where I develop this material. I've done it all over the world. I've done it in places where there's no Jews. I've done it in places where there's tons of Jews. It works everywhere. In short sets, in long sets, I've made it work. I've done it in Berlin. I've done it in Jerusalem. I've done it in fucking everywhere I wanted to. I didn't do it in Helsinki. I wanted to do it in Helsinki. But I've done it in Perth, Australia, and Melbourne, and Sydney, and, and, and Scotland, and London, Portland, Maine, Chicago. Um, you know, I'm still doing, I'm still figuring out the last few markets to do it. And Cincinnati's coming up this weekend, this, this, this Sunday. Um, I just added Spokane, Washington. Probably going to do Hawaii. I didn't hit yet. New Orleans, Atlanta. Those are all coming in January. Portland, Maine. Uh, I did it in Portland, Oregon. Everywhere. Nashville. Everywhere I've fucking done this. Minneapolis, I still got to hit. Those are the, the two big markets I still got to hit. Are, are Minneapolis and Atlanta. So those will be coming in January. Um, and then otherwise, I mean, this is finally happening. Ari Shafir Jew. The Skirball Center, February 8th, 2020, right next to Washington Square Park. Right around where the, the, the fabulous Miss Maisel would do her shit in the, in the fucking West Village of New York. Jew York, as uh, Jesse Jackson called. No, he called it Jaime Town. <laughs> do you remember that? He called New York Jaime Town. <laughs> Times have changed. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so to honor this fucking episode... Uh, which is all about, I was going to do, okay, I was going to do, um, me and Rogan were going to do a swap cast, an old-fashioned swap cast, where I go and record at his place, because he's got all the fucking video equipment. My studio's still coming. I just got to, as soon as I get home from this trip, I'm looking for studio space. Um, uh, Rogan and I were going to do one on the fucking, he's always been an alarmist. And, and fascinated by things that can kill you. Whenever we go somewhere, he's always like, oh, did you hear? we went to Rio once for a UFC. No, no, no show. And he kept telling me about this, this fucking um, spider that can just kill you. It'll melt your leg off in Brazil. And I was like, is that in Rio? He goes, no, nah, it's like 200, 200 miles away. It's the closest one they've ever seen. And I'm like, what are you fucking worrying me about it? And he loves doing that shit. So the plan was to go on his podcast and, uh, and, and record a swap cast so we can both put it up on each other's, um, you know, feeds. So like the old days. Like, I talked talk to Red Band I had on my podcast. really invigorated me to remember the old days of podcasts. But Rogan and I got too high. We got too high. 
And so we just did a regular fun pocket. Fun, very fun, but too high. I also brought, didn't get to it, but I brought a bunch of DMT for us to smoke. I brought it up. I didn't tell him I had it, but I was like, uh, I was like, hey, let's do some, smoke some DMT. And he goes, ah, I don't have any. And I, in my head, I was like, not a problem. But then he goes, also, it'll just be like 30 minutes of silence. It's not the best for podcasts. So, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I did my best. I might do it on another podcast. I want to. I want to hear someone's thoughts on DMT right when they come out of it. You know, right when they come out of the fucking first real, real trip. Maybe I'll do that when I get home and I'll have Big J shaman me or something, or maybe a Shane Moss. I'll get Shane Moss to come back and shaman me. Um. Anyway, people ask me to shaman them all the time for mushrooms, and it's like, yeah, dude, that sounds like a good idea from your point of view, but from my point of view. I don't want to take care of you. I don't want you looking to me for fucking guidance when I'm doing mushrooms. What I probably should do is get a house of people that haven't done mushrooms before. And I'll be like, I won't do them. I'll make sure you guys are all good. Maybe that's the way to do it. Um, Anyway, so to honor that fucking announcement that Ari Shafir, Jew, will be recording. um, February 8th, Motsi Shabbos. Let's see what time Shabbos ends on uh, in February. Shit, I got to go to this fucking show real quick. Um, Shabbos. Okay, Shabbos ends. 4.54 candlelight? Oh, that's right. For 6.25 p.m. Oh, great. It's, mostly Shabbos. it's after Shabbos is over. Shabbos ends at 6.25. My doors are at 6. Show's at 7. Doors for the second show are at 9. Show's at 10. Oh, this is going to be... I'm so, Dude... I am just so relieved now that I have a place. I was thinking of so many places to do it. Now that I have a place, it's just a sense of calmness has come over me. And I am now, I mean, this hour is so fucking ready. Oh, I'm excited. Um, anyway, so um, in honor of this announcement, I decided to ask a few friends about Jews. And that's what we did for this episode. So I went to the comedy store. I did my first time ever doing all three rooms of the comedy store. I'm a comedy store comic. If you know, if you live in this podcast, if you listen to it before, you'll know. I mean, I'm through and through. I am a store guy. And uh, I've never done all three rooms in a night. It used to be impossible because the main room was only open uh, Tuesdays for Black Night and then uh, Saturdays for the main room show. No one, no one did Saturday the main room show and the OR. And the, and the Black Night didn't really book white, black, white comics. By the way, that's where J.B. Smoove, you used to go in there and watch J.B. Smoove. When he was at his height on stage, nobody could touch him. It, it was so fucking funny. Him, Earthquake, there were just a few guys that were like on this other level. And it's weird that it never fully crossed over to, to, the, to the mainstream world. J.B. Smoove did, but not as a comic. He did it as an actor. His comedy, now it's whatever. You know, he doesn't really do it anymore. But back then, it was destruction. Earthquake 2, destruction. Hold your sides, can't breathe level. Um, anyway, so I got to do, well, I told Sam Triple, he runs this comedy chaos show uh, every other Tuesday in the main room. And I, he told me last time I was there, he's like, tell me, give me some advance warning, do my comedy chaos show. So I did. And then Jeremiah Watkins, who does comedy on the spot, he was like, oh, hey, I see you're going to be at fucking Tripoli's show. Do you want to do my show right afterwards in the belly room? And then it's just a matter of the original room. And I was really excited. Comments get excited about doing stuff like Madison Square Garden, but we also get real excited about little things. 
These little things. I'm doing this fucking giant theater in Chicago, the Vic Theater. And then the last minute, my agent was like, dude, do you want to do Zanies right afterwards? And dude, I love Zanies so much. It's a thousand seater for the Vic and then 140 seats for Zanies. And I'd be maybe more excited for Zanies. It's one of my favorite rooms in the country. So it's like, we don't get excited about just money shit. We get excited. I mean, some of us do, but not me. And even if we do get excited about money shit, we also get excited about this shit. And so I got to do all three rooms at the comedy store. Plus, Argus Hamilton was doing his fucking late night talk show in the downstairs podcast room. So it was four rooms. And in the middle of that, I went and opened for Rogan at the improv. I mean, it was a dream come true day for me. So I took my Zoom around. Um, I interviewed Sam Tripoli first. Just talk to everybody about Juice. What's your earliest memories about Juice? Talk to Tripoli. Talk to Ryan O'Neill. Talk to Tripoli before my set at the comedy st- uh, in, in his show. And then Michael Rappaport just walked by and he just joined in for <laughs> 30 seconds. There's a shit on Tripoli. <laughs> he just comes by. Some star just comes by to shit on Tripoli and then keeps going. We did the same thing. I was doing this once, like this montage one I did for New Year's resolutions a couple years ago. Interviewing a bunch of comics. Talked to Voss. And then Tracy Morgan just sits down and just jumps on Mike. <laughs> It was crazy. I think it was this past year's New Year's resolutions or the one before that. Um, yeah, the Voss part. He's just in the middle of that. So Michael Rapport's in the middle of the triple one. And then Ryan O'Neill right after my set, the back of the main room. Then I went up to Jeremiah's show in the belly room, did that, uh, recorded it, and fuck it. Yeah, I have it. I'm putting it on. I'll put, I'll put that on. I turned it on to ambient mic, and I, I, I'll just put that on. I'll make this the order of what happened that night at the comedy store. And so I did Jeremiah's stand-up on the spot. Fucking great show. What a fun show that is where comic, people just yell out shit from the audience, topics, and then you just have to riff on that topic. And if you embrace it, if you don't do your material, it's a fucking amazing show from performer and audience. And so you'll see me fail a few times on some suggestions, and you'll see me do fucking good, too. Um, and then after that, I, I, I got Renazisi in the green room of the, of the, of the belly room, uh, Steve Renazisi. And then oh, I still had it on ambient mic. I'm such a fuck, fuck up. I still had it on ambient mic for a while. So I lost about 10 minutes of shit with Renazisi. Gold. I mean, gold. It was so good. Then I looked down and I saw it was still on ambient mic. You can't even, it's just too annoying to put on. I include the last 10 seconds of it. So I want you guys to hear the fucking pain in my voice as you hear a fuck up, realizing he's a fuck up. Ugh. I mean, it's cool that you can do these everywhere, but fucking asshole face, idiot Ari. So I, it's about 10 seconds of shitty, and then I switch it over to the regular mics. You'll just hear me, the disappointment in my voice, trying to fuck it. Ugh. Anyway, so the Renazisi, we still talked for like five minutes after that. And then I hightailed to the improv, open for Rogan, talked to Tony Hinchcliffe right after that, got him on mic upstairs at the improv, um, then went back to the comedy store to do my set at the, in, the, uh, in the original room, uh, talked to Boone Shakalaka, <laughs> the semi-homeless tradesman that hangs out there, uh, for, a few, for two minutes. He's, I mean, crazy, but you know. Um, who am I forgetting? Talk to Boon Shakalaka. Oh, I had to cut that Boon Shakalaka thing short. I was doing, dude, I was doing material at the, in the, um, in the original room. I started talking about being ready to travel and fucking leave. I asked some lady, you know, where she been? She goes, Thailand, you go to Thailand. I'm like, I've been to Thailand. Where else? And I just like started asking the, the OR late at night, 1230 at night. That's when it was on. It's fucking glorious. It's, it's, it's just a conversation. 
That's my whole conversational style comes from that place. And, um, and, uh, what the fuck? And so, uh, I was talking, so, so some girls like Thailand and then somebody else like Myanmar. I'm like, Oh dude, I love Myanmar. Where'd you go? And she goes, I went here and there. Um, and I was just like, so it just, so I went and I told a story about, about Vietnam, some shit that happened in Vietnam. It just got me thinking about Southeast Asia. Right. And then afterwards, um, I'm talking to Boone and he, Boone, you can handle sometimes for 20 seconds, sometimes for five minutes. And this was more of a 30 second one. And then right then that couple, that boy and girl that said Myanmar, well, just the girl went to Myanmar, but the boy was with her. But like, uh, they walked by and I just like, Boone, no, I want to talk to these people about Myanmar. And so I talked to her, it, man, it reminded me of this place of, it was such an amazing spot, Myanmar. It's, it's. It's just not set up for tourism. It's just, it's just so foreign and, and beautiful and the people are great. And I know what you've heard in the news, but that's, you don't see that. So, man, so we talked about Myanmar for a while. I didn't get her on mic or anything, but, um, I think she, she and her boyfriend said they were like gonna go afterwards, um, or go somewhere anyway. So then I talked to, then I went home, I guess. Right. Who else I have? Tripoli O'Neal. Hinchcliffe, Boone. Oh, and then I went home to Steve Simone's house where I stay, and I talked to him. All Everyone I talked to was about Jews, and uh, talked for about 5 to 12 minutes each, 5 to 15 minutes each. Fun podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And um, God, I'm fucking excited for this. I'm excited for my special. And to help spell, pay for that special, there's a company called Blue Chew. Blue Chew is boner pills, everybody, and they are helping pay for my special. If you go to B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com right now, you can get free shipping. No, no, free first order. $5 shipping. $5 for your first order. It's just dick pills. It's a weird fucking podcast advertisement. I'll tell you about it. It's like, how many times can you say you want a fucking boner? I don't know. And it's, then it alienates the women because, they, you know, they don't use boner pills. Oh, actually, actually, maybe you could. Why don't you give your fucking dick pills to your boyfriend or your husband? You know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Fill out the shit, get a free shipment, mix it in with this fucking, you know, steak. And then, uh, yeah, fuck. And then be like, that was a good one. I'll be like, yeah, it was a good one. Weird. <laughs> and then be like, let's go again. He'll be like, well, it's only been 20 minutes. Give me some time. And then just jerk him off like a little bit. And then Bluetooth.com suddenly the fucking Boom. And he's like, what the fuck is this? It's a fucking dick is what it is. Are you going to use it, baby? <laughs> uh, Bluetooth.com. Um, promo code Ari. If you use the promo code Ari, you get a, your first shipment free. Just $5 shipping. So do that. Thank you, Bluetooth, for helping sponsor my new special, Ari Shafir Jew. And this podcast episode, also called Jew. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start. Have I said everything? I think I have. Tickets at AriTheGreat.com, on Twitter, on Instagram as well, February 8th, 2020, in New York City. Ari Shavir Jew, finally getting recorded. Ladies and gentlemen, let's start the episode. Ari Shavir Skeptic, episode 373, Jew, starts now. He said my papa was a wandering Jew and it's my fate to be one too. I'll roam these mountain trails until I die. Perhaps one day I'll see my home. Then he 
smiled and turned to gold And we all said goodbye to Mordecai I saw him at his prayers As the last light trickled through the cabin door He stood before the little yellow candle Burning there, softly speaking words I never heard before And I told him how my grandma said It troubled her mind so Such a fine man wasn't washed in the blood of the lamb Smiled and said, tell Grandma if it pleases her to know that she and I both pray to the God of Abraham. He said, my papa was a wandering Jew and it's my fate to be one too. I'll roam these mountain trails until I die. Perhaps one day I'll see my home. Then he smiled and turned to gold and we all said goodbye to Mordecai. Tripoli? Yes, Ari. Could you please tell me a memory or two or about um, Jews or the Jewish race? Well, uh, my uh, my math tutor in high school was a Jew, yeah. and uh, Sounds, I was not invited to the bar mitzvah. My brother was. I found that weird. Who's bar mitzvah? The, uh, her son's bar mitzvah. And your brother was invited. My brother was, because they were more around the same age, but I was like, sense, I'm though. paying you, bitch. Yeah. Why aren't I being invited? I think you would appreciate, as a Jew, I'm dropping cheddar on you. But isn't it your mom that was paying for it? And your dad with but, those yeah, bowling I winnings? I mean, dude, stop looking at the fine print. The point is, <laughs> I'll take all the credit I need, okay? Right, but you were the one getting tutored. You should have been uh, Yeah, she'd been like, oh man, thanks for putting some cheddar in my fucking pocket. Come hang out at my Jew party. Have but you, nothing. Have you ever been to Bar mitzvah? No, I don't Never. get I don't get invited to any Jew shit. Wow. And even in Hollywood, I don't get meetings. <laughs> which is a Jew shit. Yeah, which is some Jew shit. What's uh what's your worst what do you think the worst feature of a Jew would be? I mean, besides your face, I mean I don't know, dude. <laughs> it is weird how you grew up looking just like like a white supremacist view of a Jew. Isn't that weird? You're like, you really are their yeah. white tr- You know what's really weird? What? It's like Interracial porn, dude, is so deep-rooted in racism. Like, the whole thing is like, oh, Can you believe you're going to get pregnant by this black guy uh, at the deepest level. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't there, like, that Jew interracial porn? Like, uh, oh, you're going to get knocked up by a Jew. Jew. Oh, look at the Jew just knocking the bottoms there out of it. Be. Why isn't that? A- because when you think about it, if it wasn't anything they hated, if it was like, oh, look at this tall guy fucking short guy. Yeah. Oh. Like, well, that's not a thing. Oh, my Here. God. You're fucking my accountant, you motherfucker. Right. Oh, my, oh my God. God. You walk in and she's like, no, but honey. Like, it's like, it's like. She, it's, he got us a return. Right. Right. It's like, it's fucking everybody who's working on like fucking uh, 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 Indiana Jones 7. And yeah. it's all just Jews. Right? And it's like your daughter walks in. You're like, oh, my, the genre is all oh, my dirty. My, my, my daughter banged. <laughs> The Jew, and that's like a whole series. How come that isn't a series? It should be a series, <laughs> or at least a little category. I'm yeah, at least one little category of Jew a category. Porn. Yeah. Do you remember in Permanent Midnight? Yes. 
he's fucking that girl. She goes, I am fucking a Jew. And he stops for a second. And then he's like, no, we'll go harder. Well, do you ever hear about the chick who like joined the Aryan race in like Germany and then she like got kicked out because they found like her doing interracial porn later? No. Yeah. That's a no no for that. That Aryan. is a big no no. Yeah. No, Jews are great, dude. I love Jews. I love all the Jews. I love, I just, Jew, Dana's a Jew. Oh, Dana's yeah. a Jew. Her family's Jews. They okay I, I celebrate you? Passover, and like I'm the only one who listens while I read some little book of like Haggadah. Passover. Haggadah. Yeah, I listen to it and I appreciate it because he's dude. It's a nice spread. But I feel it's like like the next generations of Jews are losing a little bit of like ah, dude. I don't want to hear about this shit no more. Yeah, like Dove Davidoff. Yeah, he's like, that kind of Jew that's like I'm not even. Like, they'll go to Israel just for the trip, but I don't think they're like, come on, man, we got to, you know, they yeah. just don't seem like they're, I, they're kind of going the way Catholics. I, I mean, Christians are like, yeah, I guess technically I'm a Jew. Yeah, I guess. But I'm just not going to get any fucking fights or anything like There's that. There's a lot of that. Another Jew. Look how There's many Jews I put in the show. You're Jew? What? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about Jews. about Jews. I yeah. love Jews. Even though this Jew won't put me on his like, fucking no podcast talking podcast. No, no Armenian. I'm Armenian, which is 99 second, cent Jew. Second best Holocaust. You, 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 you like basketball? Yeah, I love basketball. This guy thinks he's some sort of basketball pundit. He's terrible. Terrible. And he can't play. Dude, he said we played in the league. How are you going to listen to a motherfucker that can't play? Can't play. His big claim to fame is that he goes, oh, I, I said that Anthony Davis was coming to the Lakers. Uh, you claim that even though every sportscaster said it? Uh, no, it's two weeks after that. If, uh, hey, nice to see you. Guys work on your act, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the walk by. Yeah, I love Jews, dog. Jews are great. Jew chicks. There's, I love Jewish chicks. They put out, and they get weird. They do. When they go for it, it's almost like they're rebelling against it. Like, Jew chicks love a dick down. That's all I have to say. Is this new? Second yeah, Amendment? Yeah, Second Amendment. I got First Amendment, and I got Second Amendment. Second Amendment is don't take our guns? Yeah, well, you need a Second Amendment to keep the First Amendment. They, man, that's a long gun. It got. It was much bigger than I thought it was going to be, but I was cool. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Yeah. But it looks like a gun. I'm like, and, like a Or it looks like almost. a black dick. Either way, you know, I'm cool. All right, well, this but is Ari, I love you to death. You are the most nihilist, not give a fuck motherfucker I know. I, you know, to watch everything you do. I know you probably don't want this on podcast, but it is fun to watch you not give a shit, even <laughs> though there is a, a good shit. chance you will be brought up on felonies at some point. But my thing is, it's already going to happen, so you may as well enjoy the time when you're. You're free. a dude. It's like you're you just going to catch murders, the wrong. Like murder your way out. They're going to catch you. Yeah, so you're just like, I'm going to commit all the felonies? You know what I'd say? I'm one shitty tweet about veterans away from losing everything. That, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that turn you on? Does that give your little Jew cock just, hard thinking about that? <laughs> it's just freedom. Well, dude, you're the fucking... I love watching you. I wish I had the fucking freedom. You're a weird you thing do? because... What do you mean? You, well, you're crazy. You're, you're Elvis. I'll never be Elvis. You have an Elvis factor. I, I will never have an Elvis factor. You're the first one who doesn't care. Elvis he factor. really is the Elvis yeah. factor. Like him, Bert Kreischer, they all. Jordan, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, dude. Uh, but, dude, you're great, man. I hope this uh, Jew hour blows up. Yeah. I'm doing it. And I, and I appreciate that you're uh, people just, you know, you're good people. Keep Enough with the Holocaust business. movies. We get it. We've seen it. No, we've stopped already, though. But we, we have stopped. Okay. We have stopped. I mean, just we're, thank we're, God we're Steven Spielberg's only, getting old because he just can't stop hitting that wall. now almost exclusively. Yeah. Pro-black, pro-women. Yeah. Yeah, so we've done it. We've stopped yeah. the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, dude, I think after you guys did 9-11, you should be like, okay, now we're cool. <laughs> All right. I love you, dude. <laughs>
some what? Poon? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cosme? Yeah. What is Brian Cosme's thing? Uh, what was he? The what master? He was the Poon... Ma- or the king of Poontang. King of Poontang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was... Uh, he would be always say like, I don't know, Don. 15 will get you 20. Because <laughs> I, I think that actually happened to him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You remember when he disappeared for a while? Yeah. Look, by the way, this is all allegedly. Oh, sure. He's so, not even alive anymore, is he? Uh, he might he be alive. Might be. Yeah. His grandmother's... Oh, you know his father died, right? That's sad. Picking up cans on the side of the highway. Oh, my God. He got hit by a car. Oh, my God. That was like a real, like, like inbred family. Yeah, super. The grandmother used to come in, you remember? And then Don would, like, lay her down. And Don said, you know, Don wears sweatpants. He said one time he felt his cock... Like go in the vagina through the sweatpants like a what? like a sweatpant condom. She's like the grandmother from Squidbillies, like an old time whore. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. She was real. Like, oh, I got the yeast infection. Got to shake up some Coca Cola and spray it off in there. <laughs> They're like still using Listerine for its original purpose, which was to like cure gonorrhea. <laughs> um, I'm announcing my special, so I'm just asking a bunch of comics about Jews. Okay. Do you remember what, like, what um, positive or negative effects have Jews had in your life? Well, see, I, I didn't grow up with Jews. Right, you were over in Valparaiso. Yeah, Valparaiso, Indiana, Valparaiso. didn't have any Jews. Later, I found out there was one Jewish family, but I think they kept it real quiet. They were, they were afraid. Of, like, why They were hiding out. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Frank style, but... A little more open. Yeah, if that house was a whole city. <laughs> the, the attic, yeah. Yeah. Um... They, well, they've had positive. My uh, writing partner is Jewish. Danish. He didn't tell me till recently. It's too late. You're yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's like if your wife tells you, like, yeah, I had this crazy time in college where I was, like, like uh, getting butt-fucked by everybody. I can get over it, but it's going to take some time. Yeah, yeah. No, I've had a genuinely good uh, relationship with the Jewish community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, except when I used to deliver groceries, yeah. we used to have to drive through like those Orthodox Jews. Through them? Well, them yeah, down. because they would like they would just walk wherever they wanted. On Saturdays, they would have the big menorahs during December on the roof of their minivan. That's just the mitzvah mobile, but yeah, yeah, that one. And then um, they would just you know on Fridays when they'd be going to the synagogue. I mean, it would just be like a whole fucking herd of them. Yeah, and they would all just cross. They wouldn't. You'd be at a stop sign for like ten minutes. While all these fucking Jews walked by, and they're terrible drivers. They're bad drivers. They don't care about you. It's, yeah, yeah it's they like don't care. If they were driving through the Jewish part of the town, they're okay drivers. Out of that, eh, maybe not. I don't know. Every one of yeah. them has a fucking car that looks like it's been in at least 10 accidents. That, well, they don't fix it. My dad taught me that a long time ago through through uh, leadership, not through telling me. You know, just Yeah. Like, he goes, when a car hits you, you just go, oh, fuck. You get out. You just go like, fuck. And then it's like... You know what? If we don't have to report this to insurance, just give me like a few hundred bucks. And then you just don't fix the debt. And the next guy that hits you, you're like, oh, it's all fucked up. But that's oh, what I used to bucks. do. Like I had an old Toyota Corolla. I made probably like two grand off four accidents. I you would know? just be like, give me 300 bucks. And then I would just. Yeah, not fix nothing. it. Unless, unless you can't run right. The yeah. The wheel base is like fucked up. Yeah. So they were, they were really, really bad drivers. And uh, yeah, they, they just, other than that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as long as you don't have to interact with them that much. Have you ever butt-fucked a Jew? No. Have you not? No. <laughs> have you? No, but I've seen a Jew's asshole. <laughs> Fine. Many times. Have you ever butt- no. have you ever? Fucked- Wait, why are you asking me if I've butt- is that is that like Is that something had- I should do before I die? No, I thought you had butt-fucked no, a Jew. No, I've never messed... I've never 
Matt, oh yeah, no, I take that. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, never mind. So have you yeah, yeah. fucked the Jew? <laughs> no, have you fucked the Jew? Okay, no I mean, yes. <laughs> I forgot for yeah. a second. I go, I've never done anything. When you were like, I've never been hooked up with. Uh, oh, I know. You know what? Sometimes you just forget shit that's happened in your life. Where you're like, but I forget uh, stuff from like the day before. We're like, how was your set yesterday? I'm like, mm. like Kareem asked me at the improv. Like, how was your show? Your set yesterday? I'm like, uh. What's that? What did I do? I don't remember it. He goes, remember you did your own show in the main room? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did an hour and 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Dude, yesterday I saw a topless chick at noon walking around like a real lunatic, like four foot ten. Where? Nice tits in my neighborhood. And uh, then I got home and I forgot to tell anybody about it. Until, like, and then Jeff came over and I oh, wait a second. Oh, yeah. I saw she, fucking, she walked by me. Like yeah. just and a total lunatic, like a little demon. She's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like jeans, jean shorts she made herself, just cut up. Dude, it's the craziest thing. Because in New York now, I think here too, where like you can go topless as a woman, but no one does, right? Yeah. Like they're like, free the boobs. It's like, it's free. Enjoy your freedom. Yeah. Let's, um, let's get it going yeah, so here. You're voting. Fucking tits out. Yeah. Do the other things of freedom. And when you do see one, just casual walking down the street, like boobs out, it's just like, wow. We're still from the era. I mean, I think kids born now, it's not going to be a big deal. But for us, it's the... This is like Revenge like, of the oh Nerds. Oh, my God. Yeah. When they show Bush. Yeah. I remember Big when he was trying to get a look at her cleavage, the <laughs> yeah. bra. We're still obsessed with titties. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get back to the Jews. Well, I got to walk over. I got to fucking. Okay. Let's walk out to the front. Did you? This is going to be the most awkward. I got to do fucking. I have to stay within six feet of you yeah, so I this cord doesn't get long. snagged. Let's go this way. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, what's her name's on stage? Another Jew, actually. Uh, Amy Nicole. Amy Nicole. Tribal. You know, the three name comics bother me because uh, sometimes it's hard to remember all the names. At least Paul F. Tompkins has shortened one of his names to just F. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys talking more Jew stuff? Yeah. We are. Andrew, why don't you meet my friend Andrew? This is Ari. Andrew? We just met. Yeah. How are you? Oh, nice. I don't believe that. Oh. All right. Hey, he doesn't want to meet me, Sam? Thanks. I think has done any podcast before where he sees we're talking to a mic and he goes, hey, can I talk to you real quick? And it's like, you, Sam, you know how that's going to sound on audio. That's just how he is, though. Like, it's, you know, he gets that. He's a boy. Yeah, he's yeah. Not a Jew. They, they don't not. think straight. Yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, I mean, my relationship with the Jews also, considering that, like, my family's from Germany. Yeah. You know, it's a little, it's a sordid history. Yeah. All right. We got to go in now. All right. No, it's getting weird because everyone's out there. All right. All right. Are we done? Yeah, thanks. What would it be and would you call it to his face If you were faced with him in all his glory What would you ask if you had just one question And yeah, yeah, God is great Yeah, yeah, God is
group while you are. All right, how are you guys? Thank you. Good night. One of the best shows in Los Angeles. Top 1,000 for sure. All right. Let's, uh, how many rooms has this been in, Jeremiah? How many different places has this been in? Uh, probably eight at this point. All right, well, some will fucking take you in at some point. <laughs> One person who fucking put the show on and be like, I believe in it. You can stay here. <laughs> Fucking sold out, and people are like, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> but you're making money, I'm like, and for the first time in this industry, we're gonna go against that, and we're gonna say, you're no longer welcome here. <laughs> Good suggestion. Who else? Uh, <laughs> suggestion. Who's got a question or a topic? Puffins. What? Puffins. Did you guys both said the same thing. <laughs> You, play that. you want to do a play on that. You talked it over. And you decided, we, I think we should go with puffins. As well. And you neglected to say who was going to be the one to say it. And so that's where the confusion lay. It's obviously not a coincidence. You both said puffins and right, right next to each other. You were copying off each other and you neglected to say who was going to fucking say it. All right. Well, that's fine. A lot of people know puffins as like a poor man's penguin. I know them as the more delicious of the two. <laughs> if it's not near extinction, it just doesn't have that flavor. So listen, they talk about, there's, when I grew up as an Orthodox Jew, they talk about this thing called the Shabbos spice, uh, where this king was visiting a, uh, like a, a pauper. I know you guys aren't Jewish. A poor person. <laughs> And, uh, and the king, he went over there on Friday night, and he was like, uh, can you feed me? And the pauper was like, yeah, sure, and he fed him. And he was like, this is delicious. This is the most delicious thing I've ever had. And then the king went back to his kingdom, and he came back. He was like, they, they, made, they made this thing. It was so good. And they asked, sent his people to ask for the recipe. Kept making it. Couldn't make it right. And then eventually went back to the pauper. He was like, what? Poor person. Can? And uh, he was like, how did you make this? I can't make it. He goes, it was the Shabbos spice. And that's what tasted the most delicious. And just that same way, I like that extinction spice. <laughs> so whale is delicious. Uh, lion meat, I would love. Cow just doesn't have it for me. <laughs> Excellent suggestion. Good suggestion. Who else? Shakespeare. Shakespeare. What'd you say? Balding. Balding. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I have no experience with it. That's something I would really comment on. It's like dreaming about death. You know how you can't dream about death because you never lived death, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to dream about it. You ever hear of that? No? You just watch the reanimator? Uh, yeah, so I don't even know what balding. So I actually shaved uh, this summer. I was bored. I decided to go off my cell phone for like a month. And three days in, I was like, I'm bored as fuck. So I just decided to shave uh, my head. I got it to about here. I used it with the back of a, you know, the trimmer, the, you know, the razors, the electric ones. And I did the back thing that's only supposed to be just even on your sideburns. I started like shaving my head. And it took me 45 minutes to go about an inch back. And then eventually I'm fucking done. I got to go buy like a hair trimmer, like a real fucking hair clipper. This is awful. And then I went out to meet my girlfriend. And uh, when I saw her, she's like, hey, Ryan. No. Yeah, she just looked up at it. I was like, oh, I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but now, yeah, for sure, yes. And so I just shaved bald into my head. 
I just left on the sides and I just left top and I just came down. Street level, yeah. Uh, really, really shaved it every day, a couple times a day, I would get there. So it looked weird at first, and then I started getting some tan. Uh, and I bronzed it up a little bit, and it looked legit bald. People loved it. They were like, it's a cool look, and I knew I could go back on it whenever I wanted. You know? So it was just sort of fun to experiment as like what it's like to be one of those awful people, you know? And it was pretty interesting. You know who did not like it? Actual bald people. They had a real problem with me. They would see me and they would know that that's not, most people wouldn't know the difference between real bald and fake bald, but they would know. And you could tell it's tortured them, like that, they, that they're bald and they would see me and they were just like, just like this look of like, what are you doing? It's a waste to use your time. Yeah, they would get real mad about it, but I eh, fuck them. Yeah, I just, I just grew it back and it was fine. Didn't even, I fucked up, did not trim my pocket, Hitler mustache in my beard when I had a chance. That was a regret. But anyway, what are you gonna do? Shakespeare? Okay, I'm sorry. I had to sidetrack with that fucking dick fuck. Dude, I can't wait for that stem cell shit. I have been waiting and waiting. And they're like, you know, they could be able to cure babies of disease. I'm like, that's all great. When are they gonna get the rub on Chia Pet shit? I am ready to not be bald anymore. Not that I am, I'm not, but I can sort of understand what I might be like. I try to grow a mohawk and this fucking middle part doesn't connect. So it just goes there and then takes a big jump and then goes down and it just doesn't look right. That's all I need from that stem cell, just that little middle area and I'm fucking cold. Come on, science. No one cares about the homeless problem. Fix the hair. It's supposed to drive people, you know? Men run the world, white men. We're the ones who bald. Yeah, nothing else gets invented for anybody. Like, you look at fucking tampons weren't invented until, like, 1987, because men didn't give a shit. So women are like, we need something to plug this up. Like, you plug up that fucking mouth. I'm busy inventing video games. Shut the fuck up, Beatrice. But I'm bleeding, and you will bleed out of the mouth if you don't shut the fuck up and let me concentrate on men shit. So why not the balding? Anyway. Sorry, I got sidetracked on that. Some of my best friends are bald, and I feel bad for them. <laughs> Dude, I've been in wedding pictures before, and uh, uh, I guess I really care about this, huh? <laughs> one joke, I fuck off, and then move on to Shakespeare, and I've been really settled on this for about eight minutes. Now. I was at my friend Steve's uh, wedding, Steve Renazisi, uh, Catholic comedian, well-known Catholic comedian. He doesn't do Catholic comedy, but he is Catholic, and, uh, and uh, all his wedding pictures, they all came in from this way, the comedian's table's over here, so as everyone's come in, we're all turned, and the pictures are all this fucking shiny fucking orb. It's just stealing focus from everyone's entrance into his fucking reception of his wedding. Where's that stem cell? 
I'm sad. Next fucking topic. Oh, good one. Man, that guy was a fucking dork. First of all, okay, he was literate in a time when no one was literate. That means he voluntarily did homework. I mean, that wasn't expected of him. He wrote multiple books, which is like more than anybody. If you read, well, read one book, you were like 99th percentile. And he was like, that's not nearly enough. I'm going to write like 50 books, and none of them would be easy to read. I mean, like, so fucking wherewithal and fucking henceforths that you won't fucking know what the fuck is going on. And since no one will understand it, everyone will say it's great. <laughs> yeah, no one will have a choice. They'll be like, this was amazing. I don't know why. Kind of like Johnny Slate's new comedy special. Seems undone, but yeah, she's great, I guess. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't make up like a fucking cute person. Shut the fuck up. Fuck all of you. That's that's topic. <laughs> I actually went all the way through University of Maryland English degree. I'll get to you in a second. And, uh, and did not take one Shakespeare class. It was like pretty poor. You had to like really work around it. And I did. Yeah. Fuck him. He's a white man. Fuck off. Let's revisit all the old people in our history. Like, yeah, well, a white man would do that. And you're like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't even know anymore. What was your thing? Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg? Yeah. Who's she? The, the retarded one who's against the, the, against the globe dying? She's against the world dying, yeah. Against the world dying, yeah. Not retarded, autistic. <laughs> right? Is that that one? Yeah, okay. I didn't mean it as an insult. It's like, good, you should count jelly beans real good. Just, <laughs> That's probably the best person to have defending the uh, the environment because a lot of people are like these these forests are going away and she goes yeah six hundred seventy five thousand nine hundred forty two going away in this country forty two thousand four hundred seventy four I don't know I hear about that lady a bunch but I've never like seen her face or seen anything she's in. You ever just like miss a news story like you're aware of it but like you're like I don't like a school shooting where you're like I'm gonna sit this one out. Uh, and people will reference the school and you're like what is, what is that? And that's why everybody got shot because they were you know the soccer team like uh, so I've like heard that chick's name but I don't know is she hot or like what is that? For saving the environment, but you know, whatever. Lock of fucking shit on people for it, but yeah. Yeah, good for her. I don't know. Overachiever. How old is she? 16, and you know her name. That's fucking pretty big, man. No way you could do that. Otherwise, it's like porn, and we have laws that said you can't do that at 16. So she's figured out a great way to get fucking known. I'm 45. No one knew my name until like two years ago. So, good for Greta about Thunderbrewers. <laughs> Alright, guys, let's bring up Jeremiah Watkins to do this together. For the first time we've ever done it with him. Yeah, Ari Shabir, ladies and gentlemen. When did you switch over to do a joint thing? Did you just feel like you weren't getting enough attention? Uh, no. <laughs> 
No, I, I feel that uh, uh, one of my strong suits is working off people and working with people, so uh, oh. I wanted to incorporate that in the show somehow. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> we just saw your slap fight. It was fucking great. Have you guys seen Jeremiah's slap fight? Yeah. 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 Wonderful. If you don't know, you look it up. But, all right, that's fucking pointless. <laughs> uh, can we get a suggestion? Ugly balances. Big noses? Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah? <laughs> By the way, I never feel like I don't have the biggest nose in the room, so I don't like hanging out with you. <laughs> Any time I post a picture standing next to Ari, people are like, dude, look at these father and son. The nose knows. Yeah, uh, yeah, we have uh, big noses. Uh, uh, Ari is very Jewish. Uh, I'm mainly German, though. Um, so I feel like if we were, you know, in the Holocaust together, uh, they would they'd, they'd, be, they'd be looking at both of us. And be like, we don't know what to do with the one on the left. <laughs> I'd be like, hey man, I think it was on the nose. <laughs> the hair, the other one look, but I think the nose. I think, the, I think that's the guy right there. You would have trouble in Germany, like, uh, I don't know about yeah. you. Uh, Papers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to start carrying them around all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. You have to carry a star that said, not a Jew. <laughs> What was your suggestion? <laughs> uh, let's grab one more. Viagra! Whoa, whoa. Disney Plus! The new, the new service? Dude, I love being in Hollywood. Everyone cares so much about fucking Hollywood shit here. Nobody cares that much outside of this stupid fucking city. Just so you guys know. You overvalue this industry. I ask people, like, how do you feel about Disney Plus in New York? And they're like, what, is, what does that mean? Is that like, is that like when you get to go to the rides faster? <laughs> Uh, it's a fast pass. Like, yeah, that's the one I want. <laughs> How do you feel at Disney Plus? What do you think about it? Well, I think Greta would be like, I am appalled. <laughs> I am disgusted with all of the Hollywood people. Is that your Greta? That's that's my Greta. I'm working on it. How long has she been in the world? In the, in the, like in the public eye? Uh, I want to say three weeks, something like that. No, oh, she no, just no. got on the scene? Years. No. years. A couple years. You're saying you've been following Greta for two not, years? Why? Because you hate the environment? Why haven't you been following her? <laughs> I don't know, like a month, I think, right? It's been like a month, a month or two. Really? Wow. Two years. I, I, I'm just hearing about her. I hate her. I take the opposite stance every time. I say they hate somebody, I'll say I love them. I don't give a shit. I hate her. I think she's self-absorbed. Yeah. And she calls herself environmentalist, but do you know she only eats veal? I like this mudslinging campaign. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fact, dude. That's fact. That's, yeah. that's proven. Yeah. yeah. People are like, do you want a side salad with that? And then she goes, if the side salad is cut up pieces of veal, then yes. <laughs> That's fact! That's right! Okay, fine! Support who you want to support. Uh, let's grab our last suggestion. Astrology! New what? balances? Nope. What? 
your suggestion is so you're just looking at stuff that's already going on. That whole section is like hooding. You said astrology back here. Astrology. Astrology. Okay. You into it? No, I, but I think it's great. When people ask me like, "What's your sign?" I already know like we're, not, we're never going to be friends. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Now, now that that's out of the way. Yeah, that's right, right. right. So I don't want to make them feel like they have any value. Mm-hmm. So if I say I'm an Aquarius, they'll go, uh, I knew it. Because it so I don't do that. I just go, what do you think? And then I'll tell you whether or not you're right. Instead of me telling you. Okay, so let's do that. So okay. let's do that. Hey, so what, what kind of, what kind of sign? <laughs> so, so, like, what's your, what's your sign? Lady, you're really convincing. <laughs> time I was recording the ambient fuck oh well it's gonna be <laughs> shitty oh well is it now recording on it's the mics? now recording in the mics i might have lost all of it <laughs> still fucking show it i just hit me i'm like i had the ambient over there i didn't switch it over you fucking idiot dipshit you can do podcasts anywhere yeah you can mess them up anywhere you can do whatever you want Ugh. it's all right yeah whatever all nope. right well it'll have to play bar mitzvahs were fun oh yeah yeah okay. they were um they were like Sweet 16, so I was comfortable. And you didn't really have... There was no religious aspect to it. Not you never really had to, like... Not the ones you would have gone to. Well, do you remember Dice's? Kids Bar Mitzvah. Kids Bar Mitzvah, when he was taking the... What's the bread called? The, no. No, the, it's a challah bread. Hala, yeah. And he was gripping slices of it and tossing it to us in the... In the in the synagogue? Do you don't remember no, that? No, I don't remember that. That's oh, very dude, sparty. He gra- he, dude, he grabbed the loaf of bread, right? And we, he was ripping it and giving it to all of us, ripping it like slices of bread. And we were eating it like right in the middle of the church. Like, yeah. It was crazy. I, I'm like, is this sure. a – and I, I'm like – I think that's a Sephardi tradition. Really? Yeah. So you – two kinds of Jews. You know, there's like the Ashkenazi no. Jews or like Woody Allen Jews. And Sephardi Jews are more like Middle Eastern Jews. Which one are you? I'm Ashkenazi. My grandmother says they're Ashkenazi or animal. <laughs> yeah, there's racism in the community, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I remember at Dice's Bar Mitzvah, the cre- creepiest thing was everyone was kind of looking in their prayer books and sort of doing the, the shucking back You sure it wasn't Jim Norton trying to keep a fucking yarmulke on his back it of his head? It was Jim Norton looking at his prayer book, and I'm like, what evil thoughts yeah. are in there at a synagogue looking at a Jewish prayer book? Because, yeah, all I know, and thank God we're not on just all ambient noise sound oh, yeah. this is like a it's fucking dance loud. party oh, there's no way I got any of that before no 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 way oh well Whatever. what are you gonna do um no I remember being like all I know about Jim Norton is like Opie and Anthony yeah 
and like a couple times I met him through Dice, and now he's sitting there reading a prayer book trying to keep a fucking Yamaka's Yamaka on his bald head. Sitting <laughs> next to Jim Florentine. Um, bar mitzvahs were fun as bar fuck, mitzvahs, though. yeah. It was a chance to just, they had a caricaturist sometimes, you know, to, well, what do you do? Play baseball camp with the big head, with the bat, you yeah. know, they'd have some fun games, party favors. Italians and Jews are very, very similar. Yeah. So the party vibe is always there. It's like plenty to eat, plenty to drink. People Dance are loosey, like rhythm, loosey, like to, you know, yeah. but just don't step on any serious religious sort of sacred things, I guess. Right, right. That's it. That's it. But they are very, very similar. That's why you don't even know sometimes. Yeah, you look at Italians and they're like, could go either way. Yeah. If the Jews were smart, they would have tried to escape to Italy in the... They would have... Been, Some look really right Like, you see Louis Katz. But the noses, like, though? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But which the one's he? The noses are the same. He's, He's the Woody Allen, Allen Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. you look at him, you're like, you don't look Italian. Who's you look a, like a give Jew. Give me an example of another. Is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen another one? He could be more Spartac Jew. Really? The darker, darker skin. They look a little more Arab. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think who's a, who's a well-known Sephardi Jew. They're not because as the smart as Ashkenazi Jews, so you wouldn't have known many of them. They don't become celebrities because they're not Sasha intelligent. Sasha Baron Cohen did that show on uh, whatever that thing is, uh, where he played the the guy that snuck yeah. into... Um, was like Israeli. Yeah, Israeli. so he was pretty... He was dark enough to pass for an Arab. Yeah, yeah. So he must have been... Yeah. To, but, but they're... At, they're Jews. Yeah, they're, they're animals. They're just not like us. They tear their challah instead of cutting it. Yeah. They're just like... They don't wear yarmulkes except a shul. It's just like... I don't know, man. I mean, you know, everyone deserves life, but not everyone deserves it the same level. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I get it. I <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Um, all right. Well, thanks. I can go no over to see yeah. fucking improv show. Have fun. Going on? I did, did the uh, OR downstairs. I'm doing all three rooms tonight. First time ever. What? Have you ever done it? Yeah. Oh, I've never done it. Dude, how, you almost can't sometimes. I know, but I've never done it. I mean, if you're booked in two, chances are you, you can, can just get go a, and you pop get, up. probably get the yeah. third. Yeah. You've never done that before? Uh-uh. And I did Argus' show in the downstairs. Oh, that's, so really yeah, that's fun, either. too. I mean, yeah. that's have you been? That's crazy now down there. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> Myself to you from the essence of my beginning, I sing to my God. Songs of love and healing, I want Mishiach now. Time it starts a beating. What's this feeling? My love will be hole in the ceiling. I give myself to you from the essence of my beginning, I sing to my God. Songs of love and healing, I want Mishiach now. Spending money on nice things. Well, yeah, it's just like a waste sometimes. It's like, why waste it? It's not just because I'm a Jew. It's not a waste, though. You keep saying... You, uh, you're no, in the moment, we're not thinking about the same thing. I'm thinking, like, I can talk to Sal, who's not a Jew. Right. And if water's a dollar in New York, it's a dollar yeah, for those yeah. regular water bottles. Yeah. And if he goes to a place and, like, it's $3, he, right. he'll be like, no, I'll just go somewhere else. It's a thirsty millionaire who's saying no to $3 because, like, why would I spend the extra two when it's supposed to be one? Well, I mean... Don't you think that sometimes more expensive water tastes better than $1 water? You've never no, no, had... No, 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 no. It's all the $1 water. This, oh. They're just charging three for the same Poland Springs water. Right. No, no, not for like Evian. I get that. 
But don't you ever think, like, let's say that's the situation. Don't you ever go, you know, I really want a water right now, and this is worth it to me, even though this is a $3 water, But because I've, I've saved so much money on everything else throughout my entire... Well, so, okay, so one time, I was in China. Yeah. Did you ever do the China run? No. Oh. Um, and they tell you, like, be careful. You're, you're a clear outsider when you're white in yeah. China. You're yeah. definitely not from there. Yeah. You know, there's some places where it's like, right. here in America, you can have a Chinese person you wouldn't know yeah. Yeah. if they can understand you or not. You a know? white person in China stands out like Godzilla. Like, yes. we're, the, we're their Godzilla. I think it was based on a white person yeah. visiting once. Yeah. Gojira. <laughs> and it's like, no, Jeremy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, so they say the price of this water costs. I, whatever yuan, whatever Chinese currency, you know, uh-huh. let's just say it was a hundred of their thing, right? Um, hundred cents or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. And but sometimes they'll try to charge foreigners like three or four hundred, right. you know. And you know that you're just gonna say no, it's one hundred. Right. Anyway, so one time I was on the Great Wall of China doing this long trek up, and there was this guy there with a, selling a bunch of like beers and Gatorades and water. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll take a water, and he's like six hundred of the whatever, and I was like, fuck that, which is like a normal gouging price, but not crazy. But definitely a gouging price. Right. And I was like, no, no, no. It's a dollar. Yeah. It's a dollar everywhere. Don't give me that. It's 100 not 600 And he goes, yeah, but I lugged all these up to this top of the Great Wall of China. Uh, and I was like, that's fair. No, I'll give you this. You're right. Yeah. It has to be fair. Right. That makes sense. Jay said once, he was, I got, because he tries to fly first class, Big Jay. Yeah. And he's like, he's a poor person mentality. You know, uh-huh. he's, he just likes to fake it. So right. he goes, you know, I realized, like, do I want the $800 more or the really comfortable seat more? And eventually, you know, it was the 800 I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then it was like, oh, no, I want $800 more. Right. For three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour better seat. Right. I'll, I'll have and then what do you do? in this town. But what do you do with that 800 You just Eat save well. it. Where do you, what do you, what's the nicest, like, what's something? Oh, I get solid gold condoms. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spend in unexpected places. And then what? You must save them and then re- I pay for re- my own burn, specials. Then you burn down the gold. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once it mixes with the semen, it oxidates. Yeah. yeah. No, that's the way to do it. I don't know. I just have it for safety. It's all going to go down. I'm telling you, dude, I'm one, tweet a, one shitty tweet away from a veteran before right. I will be done in this industry. Yeah. So, like, may as well save this money while you can. I, I I'll mean- spend money. I have a nice apartment. If I if meals, I'll fucking whatever. I'll pay for anything. It's like if it's good, I'm like let's just. I just I don't even look. See, I really am. I'm the opposite of that. Like I like really like uh, like I have a Postmates Flashy. addiction. The Corvette oh, wow. really like my car. It's really just it feels good every single goddamn time. Like I yeah, feel bad for you that you'll never know the feeling of like oh just another day. Oh I have this podcast. I have to get up and I have to go for a run and I'm going to do this. And then you remember, like you, you sometimes you forget oh, how yeah. great I, your car uh, that's is. Right. And then I you, have one of the tackiest cars in this tacky city. I mean, if you think it's tacky, then but it's so tacky, but you're going off of like appearance. It's what's on the inside that counts. And oh, I, I would way rather do that. I'll get a souped up right. inside car. Yeah. So you'd rather have a Buick, like a brand new Buick with all the, with all the gadgets, uh, the disappearing windshield wipers, right. fucking every gadget inside. Sure. Then you should get that because it'll make you happy. It'll make you feel good. You no, should get a deck. You car. Should... Right. You're in New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rogan's he... always telling me that you should buy a new nice car. I'm like, you should buy a chandelier. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I have no desire for it. That's you. You're talking you about you. Buy you buy another car. I have always noticed that the New Yorkers are always shocked and appalled about the car much more than anyone from L.A. Like, it's literally like, whoa. Like, I remember pulling out one night and Big J 
and Lewis and Christine were all on the sidewalk, and I'm, I, I didn't even, you know, I don't. When you have that car for a while, you don't even re- remember that you have the car. So I rolled down my window, like and I'm like, "Bye, guys, sports. fun times again." And they're looking at my car and not me. They're like, "All right, dude, yeah, see you later." Like they're just sort of like shocked. And Jay spent a thousand dollars on luggage. What do you mean? Oh, on actual luggage? Yeah. On a piece of And he goes, you need it. You travel a lot. And I'm like, but Jay, I, spot, I spent $60 on my luggage, and it's just going bad now, seven years later. He goes, yeah, right. but it's going bad. I'm like, it's seven years later. Yeah. You might lose one of those. Yeah. Thousand, you have to return those. He is N-word rich. Oh. You know? Yeah. White trash rich. Beverly Hillbillies rich. Yeah. I think that's I, what you are, too. Yeah, there's something in that belt line between... Philadelphia and maybe like sh- before Chicago, somewhere in there. Between f- there's that middle area right there, and all the white people from there spend all their money. Yeah, if you get money, you're like, this is awesome. Yeah, I come from middle class and right. an upper middle class neighborhood, so you're like, why would you just put I don't know, put it away for college? Right. Yeah, we don't we don't do that at all. Even my mom back in the day, like it was like if. We had any extra money at all. If it was yeah. a bad month for, you know, she was a bookie. So some, it was sometimes it was just luck how good we were doing. And anything extra, I'd have a pair of Nikes, this and that. But I, what's funny is I didn't even know we were poor. Like, yeah. it's like she hit it well. But Embezzled. at the same time, it's like I didn't realize I was poor until I heard, like, other people talking about how you're poor if you eat just cheese and mayo on a like, sandwich well, on white bread. I'm not poor. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, oh. I just said. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, what? Yeah, it's like when the Michael J. Fox realizes he's a werewolf and that his dad's a werewolf. Uh, it's like, oh, 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 we're all poor. Okay. <laughs> so what, when's the first time you remember meeting a Jew? What do you think of Jews? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a fun fact is that when I, I grew up in, on the north side of Youngstown, but just outside of Youngstown, we had to move because literally my place was just getting broken. My house that I grew up in was getting broken into so much. By Jews? No. No. That doesn't make so sense. So Liberty, Ohio, just outside of Youngstown, has the highest like concentration of Jewish people uh, anywhere besides like L.A., New York, and Chicago. Some crazy fun fact like that. Like out of all the... Skokie. That's yeah, all the Jews in in uh, in, um, in Chicago. Yeah, Skokie's a big one. West Bloomfield, Michigan, West is a Bloomfield, big one. Uh-huh. Liberty, Ohio's right there with all those. That's other where the cities. improv is, right? No, that's the Liberty near Cincinnati. That's oh, okay. a different. There's okay. Liberty okay. Township. Okay. Which I think that might be called Liberty Township too. It's all very confusing, but Liberty, Ohio. And that's where all the Jews go. Right, and that's where we were. So I didn't really know what Jewish people were. I was like, it was like moving to. Glendale at the age of 14 and immediately learning about what Armenians were. Right. And except it was Jewish people. And I was so cool with them. And I made so many Jewish friends and everything was cool. I didn't even learn about the Jewish stereotypes until really a lot of it was you. Like, I mean, at like 22. And I just realized like how funny it all was. Like my real crash course with Jewish stereotypes was with you and making fun of you and having fun with you and but you probably recognize some of that in your friends of course later. of course and you just didn't know it was like and it points out a stereotype like oh you're right all those people were that but the catch with that is that the other fun fact about liberty the jewish people in liberty was that they were rich 
So it was... Yeah. They were very, very rich. So I couldn't tell that they were cheap because to me, being Jewish represented being successful. Wealthy, yeah. Having money. Yeah. And right. being secure and everybody had a car when they turned 16 and all that stuff. That right, I, so it's not... It's, they, it's, it's the weird cheapness with Jews because they will buy their kids a car at 16. Right. Buy a brand new, like Saab. Yeah. Because they spend money by never buying a bottled water on the... <laughs> but also, it's like they're cheap by giving out to other people. But they'll right. spend it in the community. Right. Do you ever hear Killer Mike talk about that? With, like, the black dollar and the Jewish dollar and the white dollar? Uh-uh. Because when a dollar comes into the black community, when a dollar comes into the white community, when a dollar comes into a Jewish community, how long does it take, Asian community, until that dollar leaves that community? So, like, let's say it's the comedy community. Right. Let's say that community. So I have a dollar. I'm bringing it in. I buy a drink with that dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then or I tip Rose a dollar, mm-hmm. you know? And then Rose takes that and maybe buys popcorn. Let's say when Andrea was still around, you mm-hmm. know? She buys popcorn. So now stayed in the comedy community for a little while right. longer. And then Andrea takes it home by cigarettes. Now it's out of the comedy community. Right. Um, Jewish dollar stays in the community for something like... Like three months, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the stat was about that. And the black dollar stays in the community for 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a number that's not even commiserate with the other numbers. Right. That's so great. No, it's true. I mean, they do well. We do well, Jews. I've actually. I've watched uh, World War II in color on Netflix. It's one of my favorite things to watch for some reason. I just love it. Like, I'll download it on my iPad, re-download it from Netflix on my iPad and plug my headphones in and watch it all the time. What is it, a documentary? Yeah, it's a documentary. They take all the, a lot of the footage from World War II and uh, they colorized it. Ah, so it looks it's more real. It's beautiful. It's unbelievable. And it's insane because it's the most, basically, the, to me, the most compelling story ever, right? Now, about two weeks ago, out of nowhere, my algorithm shows me this new thing on Netflix, and it said Netflix. It had the Netflix logo at the top, and it said "Greatest Moments of World War II in Color." So they must have seen that all these people were watching World War II in Color, which is sort of like this older documentary, and they fucking got more footage, souped it up, had oh interviews God, really? going through. So I've actually been watching a lot of stuff about you know jewish people in the last like week re-watching this brand they new they weren't doing their best those right jewish people right yeah they that certainly weren't yeah they're i didn't even have a point game. i just wanted to remind you of what happened <laughs> no, there was, in world war ii right. you know fair, I mean? enough. <laughs> fair enough um did you see it in my hour yesterday yeah man it's um, like i it? mean it's so it, it's you know you've always inspired me and this is a part of the evolution of that because you know it was just so seamless. Like it just looks like you're not even. It looks like you're not even doing jokes or anything. You're just talking about stuff, stuff. if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's just absolutely killing the entire time. And I would take a break or grab a drink or say hi to people because it was a busy Monday still for me. And I'd come back and it was literally like I didn't miss anything. Like I'd be gone <laughs> for ten, fifteen minutes and. There's just that continuous momentum that you had. It's a, oh, it's thanks. A, That's cool. So it's inspirational, which is most well, important. I'm recording it February 8th. Where at? Skirball Center in Manhattan. New oh, York. cool. Right near Washington Square Park. you've just gone full New York, huh? You just love everything about it. I do love New York, but also it's about Jews, and that's where Jews live. Right. That's more than here, more than anywhere. That's yeah. like people know Jews there. It's like... Yeah. That's the fucking home run trot of that hour. Right. You know, I've done it in Jerusalem. I did it in Berlin. 
Wow. I've done it in places where there's lots of Jews, where there's no Jews. How'd it go in Berlin? Great. Yeah. They're not, they're no longer children of the Holocaust, Mm -hmm. of of World War II. They're children of the Great Wall, the um, Berlin Wall. Right. So their biggest, nearest historical, like, past is the 80s, the Berlin Wall falling down. Right. Late 80s, early 90s, whenever it was. And so, like, when they think Holocaust, like, no, what tore our families apart was this fucking comedy after that. Right. You know, 40 years following that. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was interesting. So they didn't really get that upset about any of the Holocaust stuff, but, like, um, they just found it interesting. That, right. Yeah, it's weird. Jerusalem was the weirdest one because yeah. they already knew a lot of the stuff that I was talking about. So a lot of my jokes are in the exposition. Yeah. And the setups. But they were like, no, no, we know. Yeah. Imagine if, like, having a bunch of jokes about, like, the priesthood. And right. to someone who doesn't have any idea what the priesthood is. And so you're like, so this is a priest. It's like a religious leader. Kind of like, uh, you know, religious leaders like that. They'd be like, yeah, dude, we all know that. Right. You can just get to the punchline part. We know what a priest is. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, fuck. So, like, two-thirds of my jokes were just, like, gone. Right. It was weird. It was on my heels the whole time. Is the Skirball Center, like, a known, like, Jewish no, theater? No, it's part of NYU. Oh, okay. No, I tried doing it at a synagogue, but... One after another said, no way. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That seems really like that'd pretty be ones, hard. Really ones that would look good and sound good. And they were all like, did you see the material? Did you like, like yeah. attach the little curly hairs to the side of your head before going in there? That'd be, that would have helped you a I lot. Like, what do they call those again? Payas. Payas. Yeah. Sideburns, but they're payas. Payotes. <laughs> that never gets old to me. <laughs> Pay us. Uh, you remember the Ask of Jews we were doing? Oh, the best. Those were yeah. fun. God, I miss that. Those are some of my favorite moments, man. Just yeah, those Q&As. Fun. The just most horrible questions to ask. It started innocuous, like, oh, okay. And then it immediately went horrible. Oh, my God. Those were the best days, man. Back when people would just crack up or sit there with their jaw open. There wasn't, like, this noise that they had to make. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Yeah, they were just was, like. It was either fucking... Is this real or they're dying of laughter? I remember some lady afterwards went up to me, like outside, and she goes, That was terrible. Did you know those guys? It's like, I don't. I've actually asked them to stop and they won't. And she went and complained to Tommy on my behalf to defend this, like, victim, right? Not knowing those are all my best friends, you know? We do this three nights a week. And she goes, And Tommy just screamed at her. He's like, You're fucking idiot. They're friends, okay? I don't know how it works here. Don't complain about stuff you don't know about. Oh, my God. She thought she was the most anti Semitic Thing. By the way, right. if it was true right. in her life, right. nothing would be the anti-Semitic. Yeah. Right. Worse than Charlottesville. Of all these people, that brutally horrible about Judaism. Ooh. Oh, that's so funny. Tommy oh. probably told her, "Get out of here, God. you Jew!" <laughs> I'll show you anti-Semitic, you idiot. <laughs> what do you want your money back? <laughs> Dude, they went crazy yesterday when I came out on Kill Tony naked. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, no, they love uh, they love shapes of penises. You know, yeah, Joel yeah. Joel Berg, our drummer, is famous for putting a sock over his penis, and that's yeah, what we're allowed to, on YouTube. You're allowed to do that. Sure, that makes sense. You're allowed to wear women's underwear. You're allowed to this. You're allowed to that. But it's literally as soon as you came out with your penis and balls, we watched it like it was like one Mississippi, two Mississippi, gone off the air, stream ended. I saw a clip of everyone la- like you know there's that reaction behind you. You don't know yeah. what it is, but you know something just happened. If everyone's is it a fight in the audience or yeah. something, it's like you know it's right. like suddenly like yeah. there were no jokes to justify that. Right. And then you turned and then like you laughed and I saw Red Band 
turn, and then his first thought was on video stuff. Exactly. And he was like, no, and he just dives for the feed. Yeah. (laughs) That's all you see. Yeah. Well, 4,000 people that they saw two seconds of your balls and dick, and then. That's all they need to get the hunger. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Fun times, as always. Yeah. Watch Kill Tony, everyone. Every Monday night on YouTube. Coming back soon after the band for the nudity. Boone, okay. Boone, come here. Who, who told you about me? Was his name Tony Click Click? No. <laughs> Boone, Boone. What? I need your attention. Okay. Okay, talk about Jews for a second. What did you first The only thing I know what's the difference between a Jew and a canoe, a canoe with tip. That is, that's, a, that's a big difference. And uh, why don't Jewish guys like eating pussy? Because it's too close to the gas chamber. <laughs> okay, those are two good jokes. And um, I, the, them, the, them, the only thing I can only say about Jews, because Jews ain't did nothing to me. They never did anything to you? That I know of, unless they were doing something to me and I didn't know they was Jews. So I click like not a Jew. Well, he sure, and I, he's, he's from not. the Mason-Dixon line state, huh? Is yeah. that a Mason-Dixon line state? It's not a state, but he's from... Mason-Dixon line. What states are there? Uh, it's I Maryland, know Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah. He's from the Mason-Dixon yeah. line state. Okay, that's, that's all I need. Well, then, well, the only thing I can say about a Jew is that... Oh, uh, that um, They say that Jews don't... Oh, wait, hey, well, I want to talk to you about Myanmar. Hold on. Okay, talk about you and who? That's your wife? No, it's not my wife. It's just some girl. <laughs> Thank you. Go down, Moses. first heard about Jews, or do you have any good memories about Jews? Or, good memories? Yeah, good memories, bad memories. What do you think about Jews in general? Or I remember my grandfather. He was a Jew? Well, he looked exact. I remember uh, what's funny, on the Wonder Years when they showed uh, Paul Pfeiffer's grandfather, 
I don't remember this. Paul Pfeiffer was such a Jew. Yeah. I didn't and my buddy Bill Jenkins was like, he looks exactly like your grandfather. He was really? like, yeah. <laughs> and my grandfather was as Italian as it gets, but his best friend was this guy, Morris Steiger. And like his best friend was Jewish. And growing up, my best, my earliest best friends were Jewish. First was this kid, Jason Bloom. Yeah. Who had like, there was no girls in my neighborhood, but he had three sisters or no, two sisters, Stacy and Nina. The Bloom girls. And I was like, that Stacy Bloom's got it going on. So I'd, oh, I loved hanging out with Jason. Stacy Bloom. It's got, <laughs> it's got it going, going on. on. And I remember just wanting to be over at his house because I was like eight, but I was just like, your sister's awesome. Like, and then after Jason moved away, and I'm, that was heartbreaking. Oh. Like when your best friend moves away when you're eight. But then my next best friend was Brian Moss, who was Jewish. Really? Mm hmm. And then Brian Moss's. Back- Did you know back then that he was a Jew? Yeah. Okay. But I remember one of my earliest memories was my dad telling me, like my dad would. Have, I I think it was because because I talked to my dad last night, and his dad died young. His dad died in his fifties, and like my dad would always give me age inappropriate advice. Like I remember being six years old, and like there was a hot chick hitchhiking. And I was six, and my dad was like, never fall for that scam. I go, what are you? He goes, you're going to think you're going to get a piece of ass, but then she'll take you to a hotel, and then somebody will conk you over the head with a brick and take your wallet. And I was six. So yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? But I, I remember like being like five years Yeah. But my dad telling me, so he would do crazy advice like that, and then he would also talk to me like a, an adult. And he was like, I remember him saying that, I didn't even know what the word grafted meant, Oh, but he goes, you know, as Catholics, we're just grafted, we're grafted upon the Jews. And he was like, it's the, he goes through, like, he's explaining, he's like through Jesus, we get to have, he just made the net wider, expanded the problem. And I'm like, I was like five or six and I had no idea what he was talking about. But for me, my neighborhood growing up, it was a very, I don't know, like. I didn't realize people were like, thought Jewish people were different yeah. until I moved to LA. Why? What happened there? Where we're like, I heard, Here. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like where I heard people like have negative connotations. Like I said, my best friend, Brian Moss, his backyard, I was getting into this was the synagogue. Like he had a backyard and then there were the basketball courts at the synagogue. And it's like, that's where we played. That's where we rode our skateboards in the synagogue parking lot. We played basketball at the synagogue. Uh, another early memory, when we first moved into that neighborhood, I was seven, and the synagogue had, like, a big fair. And the truth is, like, just looking at somebody that's Jewish or Italian, yeah. it's a roll of the dice. Right. So, right, 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 right. Right? So we were there, and everybody thought we were Jewish. And they were like, oh, you're going to be coming to the temple here, or this and that. And my dad's like, no, we're over it. Oh, you're Italian. And it was almost like this. I talk to you. What? No, it was almost like, all right, well, we get why you're here. It wasn't like, oh, why are you here? It was like, oh, okay. Like Sebastian. Yeah. What? He uh, talks about it too because he has a Jewish family now, I guess. Yeah. And when he did Comedians in Cars getting coffee, he told Jerry Seinfeld, he goes, same corporation, different division. (laughs) That's funny. And I went, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So you get some devout Catholics or Christians and they will a lot of times go like, no, 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 Jews are the chosen people. And yeah. Like some, it's like some, a lot of Christians have forgotten that, but it was like, yeah. it used to be to, to, to become Christian, you had to convert to Judaism 
and then you could become a Christian. Okay. You couldn't go pagan to Christian. Right. You had to do that step because yeah. Christians were like, were a change of Judaism. Yes. Right? Kind of. Yes. Well, like, I never understood. I remember even talking to Mitzi about it because I was Mitzi's assistant three years after moving here. And, uh, like, it was, I honestly, like, my best friends were Jewish. My whole neighborhood was. I would say 80% of the people that lived in my little five street suburb neighborhood thing, probably 40% were Italian and 40% were Jewish. And then like 20% were just normal, regular. Yeah. Others. So I didn't like, it's weird. It's like so much of how you grow up influences the rest of your life. Yeah. But I didn't think there was anything different. Like if you're going over, if your best friend is Jewish like if Brian Moss was the coolest kid I knew he was just cool so my whole like even I went to a Catholic college and one of my best friends he played on the soccer team Edelman he was Jewish yeah at a Catholic school so it's like oh uh, yeah because they send him there for the education yeah or the watch you know and then even at my old apartment complex this lady that was Jewish that lived across the thing her nephew went to the same college as me wow it's so weird so, but it was like, oh, she was like, oh, okay, no, that, but so I remember asking Mitzi, cause like she was Yoda to me. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait, so people don't like you. I go, why is that? She was like, I don't know. I guess cause we're smarter. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> That's what Mitzi said. <laughs> yeah. Remember Holtzman one time? Uh-uh. It was just one time. He asked some lady in the audience was, was Jewish and goes, Hey, let me ask you a question. How come everybody hates you? Yeah. She was like, what? Because everybody hates the Jews. How come? Like, you know, he said it in a harsh way, but not like him saying it. He's like, why does everybody? And she goes, yeah. I don't know. She goes, really? I think if everybody hated me, I'd ask a question. Like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have no idea? Well, do you remember, uh, it's an early comedy store memory, when Paul Mooney was still hanging out there all the time? Yeah. Do you remember what he told you once? Call me a Nazi. No. For, for telling me he couldn't go over his time. <laughs> Hilarious. Like, but I remember, little, that's not little, the memory I'm much, talking Paul. about. He was saying something, and then just out of the blue, he looked at you, and he was like, oh, you don't, oh, you don't even know what people say about your people to you or something like that. He was like, you think I have a bad. Wait till you know how people re-. And I remember that stick because, like, I was so naive when I moved out here. Yeah. I'm still naive now. But to your question, my earliest, like, I remember not thinking anything. I just remember... Like different? No, like we moved into that. I was seven. Yeah, everybody thought we were Jewish, and then they're like, "Oh, you're not, but you're Italian." All right, close enough. Like there was an old lady out here, not an old lady. I used to volunteer at an old folks home. Like I, I was that. going down there when I lived in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and the lady that gave me access to the old people to interview, she liked me, and she was like, "Are you Jewish?" She, you know, first question was, "Are you single?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Why? Yeah, she was like, you are. And then she was like, okay, are you Jewish? And I was like, no. And she went, oh. I was going to have you eat my box. Well, she goes like this. She goes, goes, oh. And I go, no, I'm not. I go, I'm Italian. And she went, oh, close enough. And then literally started to go through a Rolodex. Really? Yeah, honestly, like out of a movie. Wow. So growing up. She had to set somebody up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a Jewy thing. Oh, it's the best. Are you Jewish now? Like, fuck, that's going to make a lot of And then, oh, all right, close. Yeah. 
Josh Wolf said that about what Mooney said. He said, where I saw him last night, uh-huh. he, we were like we're talking about Jews. And they were like, oh, Josh, like, yeah, you're one that no one, you walk among them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, yeah. No one knows. So I think it was, you yeah. know, he's open for Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. And he goes, you'll hear some like anti-Jewish stuff when they don't think you're Jewish. Yeah. And Mooney, I'm sure, heard some stuff. They were like, well, the black man can hear this. Like, just fucking Jews are doing, you know, yeah. he's not one. And he's like, oh. I like that idea that he was like, you don't even know what they say. You think you're yeah. one of them, but I know that you're not one exactly. of them. Exactly. That's what it was. when you're not around. And like, I'm like this naive kid and I'm like, wait, I don't understand any of racism or pre- yeah. prejudice. I mean, that's, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit of a prejudice against really hot chicks where I'm like, she's going to be a terrible person, Mm -hmm. but I'll still give everybody a chance. Like every hot, like, "Mm, do you have a soul? But I don't understand like race, like where people just go, Oh, they're all the same or they're all, I don't get it. And I don't know why there's any of those. I don't know. I think it's 80, 90%. Everyone's, everyone's the same. Right. And it's only that 10 or 20% we're talking about where it's like Jews generally are just white. Yes. But occasionally we're not white. Yeah. You know, and black people here generally are just Americans. Yep. And then it's occasionally they are not Americans or black. Yeah. And that's when you notice, you really notice those 10, 20% and you're like, fuck this country in the system. Uh, well, but, I would say like when those, those things that completely make a group of people or an individual unique to me, that's the best part. Right. It's the best part where I'm like, why do people have it's anger itching, or hatred yeah. towards it? Where I'm like. Thank God we're all different. Like, we're all the same, yeah. but we're all completely different. The cultural and appropriation is so good because, like, I appreciate your shit. That used to be called the melting pot. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how this country's fallen apart in my lifetime. <laughs> the stuff that made us this country, this great country, like, can't do that. Ugh, anyway. Like, could you imagine, like, I remember a few years ago there was this outrage in Portland, I think, because white people were making burritos. And they were like, it's cultural appropriation. I'm like, What? I go, as an Italian-American, could you imagine if I got pissed every time a non-Italian made pizza? Oh, yeah. This country would shut down. Yeah. Also, they had this one, in, and you realize, you hear all the ridiculous ones, and you're like, oh, maybe that's a good case why the non-ridiculous ones are kind of also ridiculous. This guy in college where the, the angriest people go, he was like, it's cultural appropriation. They made bomb sandwiches in the, in, the, um, in the cafeteria, and they shouldn't be doing that. They're making it wrong. Uh, first of all, they're not even using real baguettes, they're using this. Uh-huh. And then somebody's like, it's not Vietnamese, it's not authentic yeah. Vietnamese. And somebody was like, you know, baguette is, is French. French. Do you know that whole, it came from the French, like, occupation of Vietnam. That's not a traditional Vietnamese thing. What do you want to do? They're trying. <laughs> it's like, we're doing, it's Hanukkah, we're doing Jewish foods. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, whatever. People are, that's the thing that I think so hurtful is not the right one. The thing that sucks is that like people are just trying to connect and be awesome and loving and kind. Oh, and somebody still, no. yes, people still find, have a problem with that. You go, look, man, look at my intention. Yeah. You want to be like, get out of here. We're all talking. Go be angry somewhere else. That's your hobbies. Anger. Yeah. It's fine. And, go and do how it somewhere sad else. is that? It really is. Could you imagine going through life where you're just always looking, looking for, for what's wrong? wrong? Uh huh. Can't do it. I have to go the other way. Yeah. Well, you're pretty positive. All right. Podcast Good Times with Steve Simone. My special, Ari Shafir Jew. Taping February 8th. Where? New York. Jew York. I'm coming. All right. I'm coming. All right. That's awesome. Saturday night, though. Yeah, that's part. I don't care. Okay. I mean, if you're working. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty excited to finally do it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I just made a bunch of people montage about Jews. I thought it'd be more racist, but only Tripoli really went for it. (laughs)
All right, that was the episode. I'm doing my outro now. I'm, I'm driving with Ryan O'Neill. Hey, how's it going, everybody? That was awful. Um, <laughs> we're driving for sure. Focus while I'm fucking driving. You're doing it wrong. You're supposed to get high and tune out. No, dude. I, I, one of us has to be sober here. Tell them how much I tuned out and almost oh. crashed. Dude, I so high was you driving back from Brea, and I had zoned out, and then I looked over. You're supposed to be driving. You're looking out the fucking window. Wait, was that Brea or, or San Jose? No, that was Brea. Well, San Jose, too. Yeah, yeah. as we're driving down the coast. Yeah, yeah that, that was a hard one. That's that, hard to sober. That's a, that's a windy road. And, you were, dude, we were high the whole fucking time. Every two hours, we stopped to smoke more. Yeah, and the the coast it called to you like the like the like the like beautiful the siren, like that siren, siren call yeah like the sirens hold on just just go overboard just oh. go overboard dude how good would this outro be if we got into a major fucking accident and the zoom survived and you just hear the clinking and then we're trapped in the car and we're just fucking calling for help <laughs> all we can do is edit the garage band <laughs> that's all we can do is just shift my hand a little bit well while I'm here I may as well edit this it's all thirty percent left. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, but how good was that coast? And now we're in fucking Indiana. It's yeah, snowy and cold. It's very snowy. It was weird to be in in, in L.A. where I had to take. It was like eighty something degrees, and then that night landing in Detroit on an icy tarmac. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was. It was very odd, Ari. Very odd. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I got to wrap this up. So that's the episode. If it sounded weird, I fucking did an update to my goddamn computer. And so I lost Levelator. I lost... What's a Levelator? You don't use Levelator? No. Well, it's pointless now. If you just drag and drop the fucking audio file, and it just equalizes everything. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I do a thing like that, but you're doing it separately? No, what do you use? What do you mean separately? Um, I use Audacity. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to use the Audacity one, but Levelator was the best. Audacity sometimes doesn't get, a, get off background noise or something. So I'll try it, though. Yeah, okay, I, I, I get what you're saying now. I'm not sure Audacity survived that fucking update either. Because I just went to their site and they're like, yeah, we don't do El Capitan, or whatever the one we're on right now. Ugh. Anyway, the point is, I'm trying to use this new GarageBand. I was using an old, old copy of GarageBand, and now I'm trying to fucking figure it out. So if the sound is off, I'm working on it, but I'm also about to get a studio. So, like, it might, I don't know, if it sounds weird, it might sound like that. I guess give Fuck me a feedback. Apple. Apple, you're a bunch of fucking cunts. He said it, not me. But I would say, Apple, you're a bunch of fucking cunts. Why would you Why would you do updates to a thing that we're all, all looking? I can't use my AU peak limiter anymore. Oh, they want you to buy like an updated version. They want you to buy Final Cut or some shit uh, like that. Steal it, dude. I mean, you didn't hear that from me. But. That was never not the option. Okay. <laughs> um, one time, speaking of crashes, I was doing. I was biking home from the cellar, doing an intro or outro. Dude, I went on a on a fucking bird scooter with you. Not double. We had our, our own. But, dude, I've never seen anybody so tentative about scooters. Like, you were freaking the fuck out. You walked it down a hill. Yeah, the hill was like, no way. This is out of control. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get pick up speed. I wobble, wobble, wobble. I'm used to a skateboard. If I had to pick up too much speed in a skateboard, I'm fucked. You never skated. What are you talking about? I, what are you talking about, dude? I shred narsh. I shred narconk. Dude, what'd you get? Wheel wobbles while you were carrying it under your arm everywhere you went? I never saw you ride that fucking thing. I read it all the way from my house. I skated down. <laughs> At some point in my height, I could skate off curbs, but up, I would have to get off. Oh, yeah. What was the uh, what was the grade from uh, your apartment to the comedy store? Like 0.5%? Dead zero. Yeah, so it was an awesome skate. <laughs> Dude, you never... 
It was an awesome skate. I couldn't do the thing where you start to run and then drop the skateboard down and jump on it. I would have to step on it at, at a standstill oh and then kick off. Dude, I was surprised you didn't have handlebars attached to that fucking thing. I know, but I have handlebar mustache t- uh, shaved into my dick. Here. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Let me see it. Twirl it, twirl it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Here, let me use some of my mustache wax on it. Yeah, yeah, put it on there. <laughs> by wax, I mean my tongue. <laughs> um... Yeah, it was something I was going to say, but I forgot. Anyway, so that's the episode. February 8th, 2020. Get tickets at AriShafir.com slash tour right now uh, for my special. Both shows are being filmed, the 7 o'clock and the 10 o'clock. Um, yeah, have a great time. If you've seen, I don't know, whatever. Just enjoy yourselves. Bring legit cool people, friends, if you want to bring friends. Um but it's going to be a fucking blast-off party for this material. So that's the last time I'm doing oh, it. Oh, February 8th. February 8th, 2020. Um, first and second show recorded, 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Uh, get there early, general admission, and then what? Oh, are you excited that it's uh, four days before your 50th birthday? <laughs> it's not my 50th birthday. Did oh. I tell you Nate's daughter said that? No. Because, like, when you guess, if you guess somebody's age, and you're like, oh, you're 87, you're like, okay, that's funny. You just call me old, but that's very old. But she goes, uh, Nate's like, guess how old he is. She goes, 49. I'm like, that's slightly too old. Most people say less than I am. Yeah. You fucking, this attitude on this one. Yeah. Well, it's these kids. They got no respect for their elders. Yeah. What's she? She's not a millennial. She's below that. What is she if she's, like, six now? Isn't it Gen Z? No, we had Gen Z before millennial. That's Gen X. And then Gen Y was before Millennial. Yeah, like I'm right at the Millennial cutoff. I think I'm still Gen X. I'm Gen X. I thought Gen X and Gen Y, short-lived Gen Y, and then Millennial, and maybe now Gen Z. I'm, I'm not even sure why we're having this conversation. To be when we don't know it all, we're yeah. two complete lack of experts just saying again what we thought over and over again. Yeah. You guys, that's the episode. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, get those tickets. Ari Shafir, Skip Tank. Um, number 373, over and out. Next week. Jimmy Dore will be on the podcast, a video episode next week. If you guys want to go to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash skeptic tank. I have two new episodes out since last month. Um, mailbag episodes. Ask questions on the Patreon, but ask questions, by the way, about non-travel stuff, because I'm getting a lot of travel questions. Uh, and it just get me going. Why don't you uh, give them an idea of a question that they should ask that's non-travel related? Uh, that's a good idea. You would think I would have one ready to go. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I don't. Because what is like? Yeah, what do they need? What don't uh, they know? Uh, how about this? How about that? Not about me. Just a question for me to ask. Like, how do you feel about the impeachment hearings? Okay, so you're getting you know into mean? politics now. Yeah. yeah. Or no, well, I would say it's like I don't care. I would say something. You know, I don't. I don't. Or like, or <laughs> I like. Ask that question because you just answered it. Yeah. What was? Uh, did you have fun at Cowboy Stadium for the first time? Or, or, uh, okay. or um. Uh, uh, I don't know anything. Anything, if it's not yeah. about me or like or like, uh, what kind of car should I buy? I don't know. Whatever, just ask questions. Okay, yeah, I get it. But like, I get travel questions too. I just get a lot of them. Do you get a lot of sexual questions? Like people are like, I can't please my lady. Please, Ari, uh, send me a video on how I could do that. That would also be good. Okay. That would also be like I'm having this problem in my relationship. That's a that's a good that's a good uh, tip, man. Yeah. For sure. So those are the, Do you do only video responses? No, I do audio responses, long ones. Okay, you should just do video responses. Just put that on? Yeah, where you, you should do like a how-to thing where you bring maybe your girlfriend, you show how to pleasure a lady live. Yeah. 
you know, it's. I mean, I guess it skirts porno, but it's still it's it's borderline for sure. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm not sure my girlfriend would be. I I will. I'll, I'll ask. I'll break it up. I mean, I'll say. Oh, I have a question for you. Yeah. So my idea is to to pitch a real sitcom to Pornhub, but there's real fucking in it. Am I a pornographer now? I, I know you, you say you're not, but I think yes, you are. But I, I would say that's that's belittling because I think you're not only a pornographer, but you're also a pornographer. Okay. Well, it seems like everybody's saying that yes, you will definitely be part pornographer. Part pornographer, like, dude, I did this is not happening. I'm not a producer now. I'm still a comedian, but I I'm also a producer. Okay, well, I think you'll be on that level. I'm trying to not get the pornographer uh, title. But you're making porn. No, it's no, it's cutting edge sitcom is what it is. It's like if Friends... Are people going to jerk off to it? I can't predict what people... Uh, people have jerk off to Seinfeld, I'm sure. Okay, so is that a yes? You think people jerk off to it or no? Okay, fine. I'm sure some some degenerate... Will is that a yes or a no? My hot fucking <laughs> sitcom. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a pornographer is what you're... Okay. Well, yeah, you're, but maybe a, maybe there's a, how about this a better term so it combines both the pornographer and the artistic side of your, your sitcom a pornographier <laughs> a pornographer pornographer yeah okay pornographer i could i could handle that yeah 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 okay that that's good you're like a pornographer because you have to come back to them with something that allows you to say like you're sort of right but you're wrong it's i prefer pornographer pornographer okay yeah. um, well that's going to be an issue. It seems like a lot of people don't want to work with me if I'm labeled a pornographer. Right, so pornographer, though. Well, my thing is, will you just have to make this sitcom unbelievable and make all your money because you'll never work again? Yeah, maybe. How about a sit... 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 Sitographer. 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 Uh, All right, that's the episode. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I think you should go for it. Yeah, what other ideas do you have? Wait, since you're also uh, Ari Shafir comedian slash producer, maybe you'd like to produce my pornography. <laughs> maybe. I'm not working in Hollywood anymore. Um, um, what was I going to say? Wait, I like, you're not working in Hollywood. <laughs> literally on a Hollywood-sponsored tour right now. What do you mean we're on a Hollywood-sponsored I mean, tour? You're, you're a stand-up comedian. You're still, this is still Hollywood shit. No, outsider. Um, I have an invention. Also, as long as we're talking about innovations we all want, I want a grinder, you know, weed grinder, yeah. with a funnel at the end of it so you can pour it out into a bowl really easily. Wait, you don't think somebody already has that? I don't, because I've looked for it. Really? Yeah. Some sort of funnel, or if it's like, even better, like, what are those things you put in a wine bottle to pour wine into it? But oh, it's like an aerator? No. I think that's a funnel, actually, and not like a, I'm thinking, one is wait, just, wait. just like... How do you pour wine? Do you use a funnel when you pour wine into a glass? Do a jug, yeah. No, from a giant jug. Whatever <laughs> wine, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the old... When you're filling up a, 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 a water, a, a gas can or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a funnel, right? And you buy your... You buy your wine Shut by up. the jug? Yeah, by I, the jug? I'm picturing old-timey. I don't know. Yeah, I buy... I got it straight from the stomping. Do you, when you drink your wine, do you hook your thumb through the jug handle and then tilt it back like, a, like an old-timey wino? Anyway, that's my invention. All right. Um, you should do it. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying I want that to be out there. I want someone to make that. But I'd say a funnel unless instead of just a, you know those things that would go at the edge, but still the top would come off? Like, it kind of goes like that, points yeah. to a T. So that would help it come out a little bit. But I want something you could turn over and just like have little pieces of weed come in almost like a salt shaker straight from it. Dude, I, I see it now as Ari Shafir slash producer slash entrepreneur inventor. Oh. 
comedian to her. Dude, you're a triple threat. <laughs> I just got to learn tap. <laughs> and then it's not, no stopping me. All right, that's the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry about the sound if it's too loud or too whatever. Give me your feedback, I guess. Let me know. Um, so I can get a fucking visual of the settings. I don't know. Um, uh, oh, and Spokane just added January 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Um, and I'm going to be adding Atlanta. Look for my website, aritegreat.com. Look for, yeah, Jimmy Dore is like super political, but he's like libertarian. He's a progressive. And we talk about what a progressive is. Um, Atlanta, Hawaii is coming. Probably Hawaii. Definitely Atlanta. Definitely Minneapolis. Almost definitely New Orleans. Um, Spokane is already for sale January 2nd through the 4th. And I'm trying for Portland, Maine, too. Uh, okay, and also I'm going to go out with this song. I'm going to go out with Hallelujah, that Leonard Cohen song. Did I tell you what I try to get that rights for the for the special? Yeah, yeah, and you're super <laughs> Yeah, I was like, just look into it. Maybe it'll be like, you know, maybe I can afford it. See if it's a few grand, I could maybe afford it. And they're like, it's going to be 1500 just to ask. And then it's probably going to be, and they say it for like a mid-level band, not like a Leonard Cohen, a mid-level band. Like, I'm trying to think like um, Drive-By Truckers, someone like that. It was like 15 grand for the rights and 15 grand for the usage or something like that. So it's like, so it's like for Leonard Cohen singing Hallelujah. You're, you're, you're probably looking at $60,000. Is that what you want to spend? Yeah, I was like, well, all right, I won't do it. But Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. But so anyway, so this is not the music I'm going to go out to for my special. But um, but we'll see. I'm going to try to ask that Josh uh, Williams guy about Mordecai. i got to get to him in person. Um, but anyway, enjoy. The Jew, singing a Jew song. Goodbye for all these Jew haters. I'm Ari Shafir. Prescriptions of the every three saying so long. I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? It goes like this the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the baffle.